is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. Hey y'all, good morning. It is Wednesday, April 22nd. My name is Jacqueline Tacarante and welcome to another segment here on the Community Corner. Today, I have a bunch of folks that are here to help us that have helped JMT Media along the way several years back. We have several members from the Staten Island Economic Development Corporation and we're really excited. So we have 30 minutes and I wanna make sure that we have folks ask questions and we answer questions, but there's a lot of new information that we wanna be able to, to reveal to y'all. So first up, we're gonna start off with our amazing, many of you um, may have seen her at events, taking photos, she's behind the scenes, behind the stage, um, but she's one force to be reckoned with. Um, super smart, super creative, Miss Jacqueline Tachetti. She's the Director of Marketing and Outreach over at SIEDC. Jacqueline, are you there? I am here, so happy to be here. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so talk to us a little bit about your role over at SIEDC. So the SIEDC has several departments, all devoted to servicing our members and um, fulfilling promised benefits to our members and the community. My personal role is um, to handle the marketing benefits, not only for our members, but also to market the organization and all of our programs as a whole. So I work with a counterpart. Her name is Jacqueline Diaz. A lot of Jacqueline's in There's this uh, <laughs> And she's our graphic designer. So her and I together make sure that we not only conserve and publicize the brand, but that we also fulfill all the marketing benefits promised to our members and partners. That's awesome. You know, um, SIEDC, y'all were one of the first ones to come out and say, if you're not a member, um, especially during this COVID crisis, that you can still obtain services um, from SIEDC. Can you talk about that? Because that's very, very generous of what your organization is, is doing and helping. So at the core of our mission as an organization is obviously to service our members, but is to improve the economic status of the borough and the entire professional community. So especially in a challenging time like this, we wanted to make sure to extend those benefits that we normally provide our members um, to the public as well, because we know that the borough is stronger as a whole. So we want to make sure that we were able to extend um, both marketing benefits, loan services, government navigation, to um, the entire professional public uh, within the borough. That's fantastic. So recently, um, as I can see on their email blast, we've been receiving tons of information from, from your members. Can you talk about some of the benefits um, about the membership? Just because, uh, you know, I firsthand, as a member, I get to send you information and it gets to be disseminated across all of your members, your board members. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of the, the benefits? 
Sure. So in general, we have um, a tiered membership and depending on um, which membership you sign up for, you get a different suite of marketing benefits. But to give a general overview, we do um, we have a daily email blast newsletter, which um, is a lot. But we find that our network really does like to hear updates, not only about the organization, but each member. So especially in a time like this, a lot of our members, um, for example, today's email blast that went out, was from um, Cora Ashton Hollander, which is one of our board of directors uh, members. And it was an important memo about um, for landlords regarding tenants and tenant rights at this time. So um, as part of our benefits, we do allow our members to broadcast either promotions or um, memos that they have for the public. Anything that they see valuable, uh, they see as valuable, we wanna make sure that we send it out and distribute it to our network. So through our email blasts uh, that we send out, we have about 20,000 subscribers to our, yeah, it's, it's pretty extensive, which is all across um, the five boroughs, but primarily um, in Staten Island. So it really does have a great reach. And then also we try to um, feature members on a similar program to yours, which we call SIEDC Live. And um, again, we like to market our members in different capacities. So, but I would say the main features are our email blasts and also our social media channels. That's awesome. I want to actually give a shout out. We see Stacy. She says, hi, Jacqueline's. Um, oh, I love Stacy. Stacy <laughs> is an amazing business owner for Elon Hair and Nails um, here on Staten Island. And so I'm I'm ready, Stacey. Trust me, honey. I'm ready. Me too. I can't even look at my hands. They don't even look familiar anymore. <laughs> and we also have, um, just to give a little shout out um, to Todd Bivona. Woohoo, SIDC. So Todd is the CEO and hey, producer for Gotham Trinity Productions, another company here on Staten Island, also an SIDC and a chamber member. So we always like to give special shout outs um, to, to our members. Um, so Jacqueline, if folks are interested in being on the show or membership, how do they get in contact with y'all? So the best and most streamlined way is to, especially at this time, is to visit siedc.org. And we do have a contact, we do have a contact us page there where you can individually contact um, a staff member, including myself or you can fill out our contact us form and it will be sent to me and distributed to the proper person within the SIEDC staff. So we do encourage anyone who's interested in membership or anyone who's outside of the membership and just needs services at this time to go to SIEDC.org and contact us and we're happy to help. That's fantastic. I really appreciate you chatting about the programs and you guys have really spearheaded in making sure that your businesses and your members, their messages are being conveyed through your social media and email marketing channels. And I'm super pleased to say that for those folks that are watching, if you are a small business owner or if you're struggling, feel free to call SIDC. They can help you. Even if you're not a member right now, they can at least direct you on where you need to go. So thank you so much, Jacqueline. I'm going to put you in the green room for 2.2 seconds, okay? Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. So you heard it here from Jacqueline Tachetti over at SIDC, the Director of Marketing and Outreach. Their main goal, a part of their mission is, of course, to support and outreach small businesses. Um, but 
you know, small businesses, especially in certain districts and certain areas, there's a whole thing called biz and merchants associations. And um, I actually wanted to, we were going to do this segment actually broken up into two, but I decided, you know, let's put everyone together because there's a lot of questions that some folks may have. Um, so I want to bring on Steve Grillo. He is actually, he has a few different titles. Um, he's the first vice president of SIEDC. So he's right up the chain. And so I want to make sure that we bring it back home and we talk about that. So Steve, are you there, my dear? I am here, Jeff, and good morning, and thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so, so much for joining us. I know you have also your your newbie, your infant daughter next to you, as, as I have mine. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Um, for the folks at home, can you really talk about the difference between a bid and a merchant's association and why it's so significant right now? Sure. Well, first, I have to apologize. I, I'm a cheap imitation of Fred Cerullo at best. Uh, so you certainly picked the right order uh, to have folks on your show. But yes, so uh, merchant organizations and bids are really great mechanisms to help promote the backbone of the Staten Island economy, which are small businesses. We have wonderful uh, commercial corridors throughout the borough, but like anywhere in the nation, they compete with big box stores, they compete with online purchasing services. And so for us, it's really important to make sure that residents understand the businesses that are in their neighborhoods and the ones that they can work with every single day. And so there's two general uh, types of groups. The first is a merchant organization, uh, which is more of a, a group that's in the formation stage of becoming a bid. And those are typically funded by council members, foundations, or even the borough president. Uh, one project we're working on right now in Rosebank is funded by borough president Otto, but we also receive funding from council members Borelli and Matteo for the work that we do in, in their districts. And those services are generally limited compared to bids, and I'll explain how the bid budget works shortly, uh, but they really serve as a laboratory uh, for the benefits and services that a bid can eventually provide, marketing, signage, events, um, and what we typically do is we'll go into a neighborhood once we're funded to do so by an elected official and conduct surveys and eventually a needs assessment to develop a plan, develop a budget. And that's a two to three year incubation period where we determine uh, whether there's A, a desire or B, financial viability for creating a bid. And so we're in five areas right now, uh, Richmond Valley, Richmond Road, Huguenot, Victory Boulevard, as well as Rosebank and my colleague Niles French who really does the on-the-ground work there. We'll speak about that momentarily. Uh, but we're very, very fortunate to be in that many areas, certainly larger uh, extent than any other group in the borough. And I think we're really pleased with the work that we're doing in those areas and bringing some really great benefit, especially now in a time of, of difficult economic times. In terms of a bid, right? So when a merchant organization is ready to move on, SIEDC works with the steering committee that we put together in that area, as well as the New York City Department of Small Business Services, to create a more formal organization. And so the bids are almost always 501c3 nonprofits. They have their own board of directors. There's 76 of them across the city, but in typical Staten Island inequity, and we're trying to obviously address this every day, of those 76, only four are on Staten Island. And SIDC manages two of those four, and we've actually helped to create another one on the South Shore in Eltingville, Great Kills, and Annadale. And so citywide, Bids serve a really critical purpose. Um, they serve 93,000 businesses and they invest $167 million directly into city economy. And so the way that they work uh, is that we have bids collect an annual assessment uh, from the property owners, which represents about 75% of that budget. And the rest is generated through grants and fundraising and events. And 
Niles is the king of Staten Island bid events, and he'll talk about what's going to happen in New Dorp in the in the fall. But uh, and you obviously play an incredible role in marketing those events, um, and that's a great way to generate revenue. And so, in terms of the bids, SIEDC manages one on New Dorp Lane and New Dorp Plaza. That's a retail bid, and then we also manage the industrial bid on the West Shore in the Chelsea and Bloomfield sections, which is one of only four industrial bids out of the 76 in the city. Wow, that's pretty significant that of the 76, so just to make sure, because talking a lot and you're giving a lot of great information. So just for the folks back home, just to condense this, there's 76 bids in New York City and of the four industrial bids, we have one of them here on SID, correct? correct? Yes. And that's um, the West Shore bid, right? Yes, West Shore bid. What stretch is that from? From what area to what area? So I, I tell folks the best way to figure it out because it is a large industrial tract is, you ever been to the DMV on South Avenue? Yeah. Uh, the area adjacent to that is the West Shore Business Improvement District. So it's basically from the Amazon Ikea facility on the northern end down to the DMV on the southern end. Perfect. Now you sent over some photos because, you know, where I want to show people visually of the collective impact that the West Shore bid um, has done over the years, um, just because I feel that it's it's really significant to show people a before and after. So I'm going to actually put myself in what we call the green room because I want to show folks. Um, and uh, we'll briefly go through the three different um, images, the filtration, drainage, and the Meredith project. Mm -hmm. um, so give me one second, hon, so I can show this. And there I am, just staring into my camera. Oh, there we go. All right. Uh, so Jacqueline, I wanted to share these images with you because while uh, I've been at home, like most of us, uh, you know, working remotely uh, in the West Shore bid, because it's an industrial bid that supports a lot of construction companies, uh, those are essential workers in many cases. And so a lot of those folks have been out every day uh, working hard to support the construction industry, the recycling industry, et cetera. And so what we thought was paramount is not only to serve those clients within the bid, but also to keep people working, uh, keep our vendors going out and doing projects, supporting the local economy, keeping cash flowing. That's one of the beautiful things about a bid, right, is that there's management, there's an internal budget, there are existing contracts. That doesn't happen without the formation of a bid. And so just a couple of quick projects we've accomplished during uh, the COVID-19 outbreak when everybody's been at home. Uh, we had a filtration tank. You see this large filtration tank was dumped on the side of the road a number of years ago. Uh, we worked with a couple of vendors as well as Councilman Matteo who funded the project to have this removed. So this environmental hazard uh, was removed just last week during a, a shutdown. Uh, that doesn't happen without the mechanism of the bid. Uh, another project that we worked on is a drainage project. We had some significant flooding due to some drainage infrastructure that uh, was broken. And so been working with the DEP and the consulting teams, as well as council member Matteo, uh, to deal with um, putting out uh, new trenches out in the wetlands that uh, absorb some of this rainwater. We actually found a catch basin that had been buried for over 10 years under asphalt and uncovered it and made it usable again. And then of course, some other drain cleaning with the DEP. Again, happening when nobody else is really at work, uh, working with these partner organizations. And then uh, we had a maintenance project that we did on Meredith Avenue, uh, where we had our maintenance team from Sweetbrook Nursery. The great Steve Korkowski has been a wonderful partner of ours. Uh, he went out with his team and they did a, a massive cleanup. And uh, later this week or early next week, we're going to be putting down some stone and rock and uh, finishing this project. So all this is happening while the economy is quote unquote shut down. And why is that happening? Even in a, in a small scope, 
we're able to keep the money flowing, keep people working because we have a bid up and running. Wow, that's amazing. Um, we actually just received a, a comment from uh, Mr. Chris Glancy. The West Shore bid is the best. Steve does a fantastic job improving the area with the board, businesses, and property owners. Uh, Chris, I I can't agree more. Like, Steve, you've really spearheaded a lot of these initiatives, um, especially with the climate of what's going on right now. So making sure that there's economic development, there's stimulus that's happening um, on Staten Island. Thank you. Yeah, we're really incredibly proud of the work we've done out there. Um, it's the forgotten part of the forgotten borough, and it requires hyper-local attention and, and daily diligence. And we have a wonderful board of directors, terrific vendors, and great political support from Assemblyman Cusick, Council Matteo, Borough President Otto. Everyone's just been terrific. And so uh, we've achieved a lot out there, and, and it's because of the mechanism of that bid. And I, I continue to recommend that entities across the borough think about bid formation because uh, the, the track record is there, 76 across the city and four in Staten Island, and it, it just works. That's fantastic. Um, before we bring on Niles, I want to briefly touch base on the loans and the one-on-one -on -one, um, help and assistance that SIEDC has been able to offer its members. Um, you know, part of my job is to always um, talk to small businesses, and I'm hearing directly through the grapevine that SIDC that you guys are actually walking through folks in the application process, um, which is pretty significant, especially for, for small businesses like myself when we're brand new to this process. Um, so can you just briefly touch base on that? Because I know this Thursday, um, the House and the Senate, they're supposed to vote on a second round of uh, a large stimulus bill. And so I just wanna make sure people have, you know, their ducks in a row and they're prepared and they can reach out to SIEDC for anything. Sure, um, you know, it's it's a fluid and, and process and it's changing on what seems to be a daily basis. And, uh, you know, we think SIEDC's role and, and our core competencies is navigating those agencies and those programs and transferring that information to the public. And so over the last three or four weeks, we've done over a hundred consultations with small businesses, uh, including for programs like the New York City Small Business Continuity, uh, Continuity Loan Fund, um, as well as the PPP program, which is, of course, um, the, the high point of discussion lately, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program through the SBA, um, and, and even a dozen other smaller grant programs uh, that we've been telling folks. There's other nonprofits giving money to small businesses, especially MWBEs. You know, you really need to look into those. So uh, where we can, we certainly walk through people through the application process, and it can be cumbersome and difficult to navigate. And so uh, we really enjoy that. We enjoy interacting with business owners, learning about their day-to-day -day operations, hearing their stories. Um, we've been very successful. We've actually submitted uh, PPP applications for 11 small businesses, including a number of MWBEs. And so we hope to continue that process uh, as the federal government uh, replenishes that fund. That's fantastic. Speaking of um, replenishing the funds, you know, I want to bring Niles on to talk about resiliency and the new door bid because he truly has transformed that area. Um, Steve, thank you so, so much. Uh, we're going to put you in the green room, hon, because we're going to bring our dear friend, Niles French. Um, Niles is the New Door Bid Director. He's also the Senior Project Manager over at SIEDC. So he wears a lot of hats to help a lot of businesses. Um, Niles, are you there, my dear? Hi, Jacqueline. Good morning. Yes, I'm here. And thank you for having me. 
Absolutely, Niles, welcome. I'm so happy to see you. Last time we were on um, Gotham Trinity Productions, their Gotham After Dark show. And yes. you really, it's super fun. Todd's amazing, Todd's funny, I like Todd. Um, but let's talk about the, the New Dort bid because you have really shifted the hyper-local market, marketing even at that, um, with what's going on with the food festivals, the restaurant crawls. I mean, you really have done a lot of focus to help support small businesses. So can you talk a little bit about what's going on with the New Dorp then and what's happening now and, and certainly what's going to happen in the future? Sure, absolutely. Um, so the New Dorp Lane District, as we've currently rebranded it, um, has always been a historic shopping district on Staten Island. Uh, real mom and pop shops, no big box stores, really anything in that. And it's always been a destination place to shop, right? So there's express buses that go through it. There's city buses. You have the one of the only train stations that actually pass through a vibing commercial corridor. So it's always been that way. So over the last about two and a half years, we've really engaged the community in new and exciting ways. We run the largest car show now on Staten Island, the largest food event on Staten Island, uh, gaining, you know, sometimes it was close to 10,000 people on one day. So, and, and the best part about it is, is that local business gets involved. That's a perfect opportunities for banks like Empire State Bank to maybe sponsor an event or stores that maybe aren't open on a Sunday to come out and engage the public. So it's really not about the events so much. It's highlighting the great assets of uh, retail and commercial businesses that we have here on the island, and especially in New York. Yeah, you know, I've been following, you know, I follow all of the businesses in the New Dorp Lane and uh, AF Bennett um, has gotten really strategic and smart on their social media, um, packaging kits for people to call for touch-ups on their hair. And so I thought that that was very, very clever and really shifting their marketing focus um, to be resilient during this process. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, you know, businesses uh, have to be because it's, it's a new... Um, you know, hopefully temporary situation, but, you know, I'll speak a little bit later about what the future does look like, or at least the conversations that we're having. So, um, you know, we've done a couple of things to highlight businesses. So we've been working with uh, Richmond County District Attorney Mike McMahon's office on doing a business highlight uh, each day. So in Newdorp, you know, there are plenty of, you know, it's really become one of the restaurant rows of Staten Island in New York City. And, you know, many businesses are still operating and providing pickup and delivery. We want to help get the word out there for them that they're doing that and help them with any challenges that they might have. We're also working with the Staten Island Advance about where to eat and highlighting some of the restaurant tours in those areas as well, too, because like Steve said previously, we want to make sure that as the SIEDC, as a business district, that you know the economic engine is still moving forward in the most possible safe way for businesses that we engage with. So, you know, yes, uh, and we're working with uh, retail and professional services that are on New Dorp Lane to help them get their businesses out there Absolutely. as well. Too. Now, can you talk a little bit about um, Rosebank? Um, because there's a lot of new initiatives that SIEDC is pioneering and taking charge of. So can you talk to us a little bit about what's happening in Rosebank? 
Yeah, sure. So um, we actually uh, work in every area of Staten Island. We work on the South Shore, which we've been funded through for Councilman Joseph Borelli, on the Mid-Island uh, by uh, City Council Minority Leader uh, Stephen Matteo, and then most recently on the North Shore uh, with funding through Borough President James Otto. So, you know, a lot of the North Shore is obviously focused around Tompkinsville, uh, Stapleton, and St. George because of its historic proximity to New York City, the ferry, et cetera, et cetera. So we wanted to look at a sliver of um, a merchant area that maybe has not been neglected, but hasn't gotten the rest of uh, the attention that the other areas do. And there are many great um, anchor restaurants, Jay's on the Bay, um, Funky Elephant, Mode Music, uh, Rosebank Tavern. So we're, uh, with funding through the uh, borough president, we've now started merchant organizing in that area and working with those folks and letting them know what they need because it's not one size fits all. Uh, we work in Richmond Road, Richmond Valley, Huguenot, Victory Boulevard, New Dorp, uh, the West Shore, and every place is different. Every merchant area has different needs. And, you know, through this, we've, you know, been able to really, really work with some great folks in that and um, are doing a needs assessment of the area to see what they need. Uh, it turns out that there are not a lot of city trash cans in the area, right? There's one like in an eighth of a mile or something like that. So, you know, it, it might seem small, but, you know, it, it helps us when we're creating these maintenance plans, you know, and across of these, um, five merchant groups, you know, we've, we reach about six or 700 businesses a week, just updating them, having one-on-one -on -one conversations with uh, city, state, and federal uh, lending. Uh, we do about 80 desig, uh, specific social media posts a week, and we really, really try to engage the public and really the businesses uh, on what their needs are and helping them with those. Absolutely. Now, since we're talking about helping um, you know, everyone's starting to focus on, you know, what's happening, what's the resiliency plan, you know, JMT Media, we made our announcement earlier this week about a Staten Island reboot package um, to help support retailers, small businesses. But I know SIEDC, you guys are working on uh, something much larger. So um, can you expand on that a little bit? I know that some stuff hasn't been officially announced yet, but is there anything that you can expand on? Sure. So uh, first, we, we're we working with our, our merchants specifically to see what the future of business looks like. So if that means, um, you know, uh, what does dine and eating look like, right? So obviously, we think those should all be disposable uh, cutlery, paper plates, things of that nature, um, you know, seating. If you're doing um, retail shopping, is it something that you registered before, you know, before you go into a store, it, maximum occupancy. So bids, merchant groups are really important to the success of these. Um, it's, you know, we would call it seeds of support. We want to do it now before it happens. Now to get back to your larger plan, um, recently the SIDC along with the Staten Island Chamber of Commerce was awarded uh, DRI grant, which is the Downtown Revitalization Initiative. And, you know, in that we already um, put something in for a resiliency plan um, because, you know, whether it was post 9-11, Sandy, and now, I mean, it's, it's clear to see that, you know, uh, the business community, which, you know, has exponential ripples, whether it's in the health sector or the industrial sector. And, you know, uh, Steve Grillo has done a great job at 
you know, heading these initiatives to create environmental economic uh, resiliency. So those are things that, you know, just I, I would tell everyone out there uh, to pay attention to the SIAC and the business community because we are working on many, many things to help keep Staten Island resilient. That's fantastic. I love that you guys are partnering and talking directly to the small businesses on exactly what they need. Um, I'm going to bring in our dear friends back, Ms. Jacqueline Tuschetti and Steve Willow. I just want to give you a special shout out. Thank you all so much for joining us on this Wednesday's Community Corner. Folks, you heard it here first. Um, if you are a member, or if you're not a member, you can certainly reach out directly um, down on the little ticker and crawler so that you can get all of the resources um, that we also desperately need. Thank you again, uh, Jacqueline, Steve, and Niles for joining us. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Jacqueline. Absolutely. And for those of you that are home, stay tuned because on Friday, we actually get to interview and chat with another major pioneer and woman um, in the cultural sector, Ms. Doreen Cuno from the St. George Theater that's here on the North Shore of Staten Island. So thank you all again. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, be safe. Have a great one, y'all.